Alright, you all. Welcome back to WIQ. Studios halftime score 28-6. to And before we head over to Sabre Stadium, one key is if you're Jefferson Forest, you need to close this game. Last week against Rustburg, a 21-point quarter for the Red Devils. Got Rustburg back into that game and ultimately led to the victory. So if you're JF, you have the control. You have the ball to start the second half. You need to close this game out, get the win, and head to the postseason Gentlemen, I think it's as simple as that. This, uh, this is going to be an important second half for JF in the development for uh, second-year coach JT Cruz. Yeah, it definitely is, as you mentioned, Trey. It's all about keeping your foot on the accelerator, especially in the early going of the third quarter for the Jefferson Forest Cavaliers. They've got three wins this year, but they have not been in emphatic fashion. They have a chance to make this much more of a definitive victory than they've had in prior years. And it's really been a couple of years since JF has had that type of surge performance to get them a victory. And it'd be a nice momentum builder. And yes, they've gotten some assists as the Liberty Minutemen have had some self-inflicted mistakes. They had a missed extra point that was blocked after the opening touchdown drive of the game. We've recounted the fact that JF had a short field set up when a snap bounced a couple of times and ultimately was eaten at the 14-yard line, and a very short field gave JF a chance to go up 21-6, to and they've taken advantage of these mistakes. Liberty also having drives derailed by these errors. So as we look ahead to the second half with the coach, Ray Kennedy, how reasonable is that type of assessment that for JF, the start of this second half is the most crucial part to show you've got your foot on the accelerator and maintain control of the game, which JF has had pretty much since the first quarter came to a wrap. Uh, that's a sign of a good team, you know, that, that's doing better, has confidence. I mean, they should come out hungry this third quarter right now just to keep things going because, like we talked about, like you mentioned, you know, the last month has been a hard, hard month of football. They have really played some good teams and have been the underdog and really have been taking a beating, to be honest with you. So for them to be on the other side, they, they want to give it to somebody too now. Well, and you mentioned that because, again, back to your days as a player and even as a coach here at JF and some other stops along the way, how much does that type of opportunity benefit a team like this with JF? They're not used to blowing teams out regularly. It's been a while since they've had one of those emphatic, high-scoring, complete control blowout games. That would have to be something I would think if you're JF, where if you're the coaching staff, you don't want to run it up on Liberty, but you want to get to the point where your guys can kind of taste what that's like and say, oh, if we keep improving, we can be more consistently dominant. Yeah, and again, you know, again, it's going to be an opportunity for a lot of guys to be able to do some things that they haven't been in a position to do. For them to be on top right now, you know, up by three touchdowns, getting the football here, the dominant team showing that they're the better team on the field. You know, they, they want to keep it going. They want to enjoy these last two quarters of the last home game they're going to have, especially these seniors. They, they don't want to take their foot off the gas at all. No, it's a great point indeed as the coach Rick Kennedy is with us here. As we're approaching the end of halftime, a longer one than normal because of the band performance and, of course, senior night here at Jefferson Forest High School. 
keys to the second half. Um, for Liberty, I, I mean, I may just jump the gun on what you would say, but I would guess it has to start with at least eliminating the self-inflicted mistakes because they really started to mount as we got deeper into that second quarter. Yeah, again, they're 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 a team struggle right now. When you're zero and nine, I mean, obviously it's been a long, long season, and, and mentally for these kids, I mean, they are ready to turn in their equipment and, and look ahead to the next sport or the next thing that they have going on after this because it's been a tough season, and you know, for them to come out again, you know, for Coach Robertson, what what do they want to do? They want to establish some some positive stuff to end the season with. They want these guys to be able to know that hey, this is what we want to work towards in the off season. So. You know, even though they're 0-9, these, these last two quarters mean something to coaches because the coaches are always coaching. Yeah, I mean, and, you're always doing that. You're looking for ways to grow. And, frankly, you'll have your hands on or around some of these guys in the offseason with a chance to really grow. And, I mean, we touched on this. A lot of times teams that struggle, JF was this way last year, Liberty as well, they're far cry from the top of the Seminole District. But from being a viable, competent football team, a lot of it is just time and work in the offseason. It's not glamorous. You don't see those leaps and bounds until you recycle around to the beginning of the next season. And for Liberty, this is where you have a chance to take something heading into that juncture. They will kick off. JF won the opening coin toss, deferred their option to the second half. So Liberty will kick from right to left. That scoreboard to the parking lot, JF returns from left to right, 25-35, up past the 40 and brought down just shy of the 45. On that return, it's Wrigley calling again for JF. He's had a really good first half. A couple of trips into the backfield, including a sack and forced fumble, and he also has the 41-yard touchdown run for JF, and he's got a couple of years left after this, so we'll see how focal he is. For the JF offense here, five seconds into this third quarter, 28 to 6. Jefferson Forest leads Bedford County rival Liberty, and they'll snap it from the right hash on the 44 of their own. Working out of the shotgun for JF is Dylan Marks, and it's a handoff on an end around misdirection. Marsteller past the 50, 45, Liberty 40. He trots out of bounds into the Cavalier Mitch at the 38. And it's a first down presented by Navy Blakely, a realtor with Remax. And that looked like another well-executed misdirection run for JF. Yeah, again, they come right back with that play. We've seen a couple times in the first, that's their counter play right there. And that time it came back to Marsteller. They faked the overtop uh, motion and then give it to the wing kind of countering back and that was wide open and he used his run and speed right there for a huge gain on the first play of this third quarter 13 seconds in jf is already in minutemen territory at their 48 marks a shotgun snap this time it's calling and he'll barrel his way past the 35 down to the 34 and that's just good hard fall yardage up the middle of that offensive line and it's a gain of about four for jf right with the center and the guards logan candace and tyrese galloway leading the way on that blocking yeah great job right there by Wrigley Cooling running up the middle right there for a huge five-yard gain on first down. Anytime you get that kind of good yardage on first down, you're really helping your offense, and that goes back to credit the line. Now Marsteller in motion from right to left. He'll get it on a deep pitch on the far side, 35. 30 first down past the 25 as he trots out of bounds toward the Liberty sideline. At about the 23, Alex Marsteller gains 11. It's more than enough for a first down presented by Nadine Blakely, a realtor with Remax. 
and visit NadineBlakelyHomes.com for her listings. Yeah, again, that's uh, the push sweep right there out to the side, out to the sideline. And again, he was able to follow his blocks, set up his blocks, bounce it to the outside, turn the corner. Another huge run for uh, Marsteller on that play. One receiver right. One to the left for JF. Did he keep it on the ground again? Marks out of the shotgun. He may have no choice. He does have to fall on it. It's a high snap. He seemed to not be expecting it. And he has to fall on it back at the 36. That is crucial. That's a loss of about 12. Yeah, no, that's kind of stuff that just kills you right there. You got a heck of a drive going. And you get that first down snap right there. that just sails over the quarterback's head. And what a huge 12-yard loss on that snap to put him in second and super, super long. So now it's going to be second and 22 from the 36 for JF. They need to get down to about the 14 for a first down presented by Nadine Blakely, realtor with Remax. This time a shotgun snap, misdirection to Colling, 35. He'll carry defenders inside the 30, and the ball may have popped out after he bounced onto the field turf on the left hash mark of the 27. And now flags come flying in as Liberty sends the chance to fall on the ball or a Cavalier defender on that ball play. And flags immediately come flying in as the referees break up the pushing and shoving once again. Well, I tell you what, there's a whole lot of extracurricular activity going on that one, and, and it's going to be curious to see how they're going to call that on the uh, scrum that was right there on that 30-yard line. Extracurricular activities. Good if you're doing organized activities. Bad if it's at the end of a football play. That's what it was. And that's crucially a bad one for Liberty because JF had what was going to be third and about 11 after the 11-yard gain. and the personal foul on Liberty gives JF a fresh set of downs. First down presented by Nadine Blakely Realtor with Remax. But a big key on that is it's another self-inflicted mistake for a Liberty team that's 0-9, and, and you can't afford that. Well, I tell you, there, the amount of personal fouls that we have seen, you know, obviously between both teams, but it does seem like Liberty has been really making a lot of mental uh, errors right here with the personal fouls and letting their emotions cause them to get the flag thrown on them. Ten minutes to go in the third quarter. It's already been an adventuresome two minutes to start this second half. JF would like to make it even more exciting with a trip into the Impact Church end zone. They've got 13 yards until they can get there. Pitch over to the right side. Marsteller catch at the 15. Spins out of a tackle at the 10. Stays on his feet between the numbers and the near sideline. And he's brought down to the six. Eight-yard pickup, second and two coming up. I tell you what, that was a great job by Marshall. He he is just running. He looks he looks really healthy running tonight. I mean, he's just running full speed. He's running over people. Uh, you know, this is his last time on this field, and he's really showing that he wants to go out on top. Twenty-two point lead for JF. They want to make that larger, and they are about five yards away from doing so. Ball spotted on the right hash at the five. Cavaliers need to get to about the three for another first down. Presented by Nadine Blakely, realtor with Remax. Shotgun snap coming up. It's a man in motion, and it'll be Marsteller in the backfield getting it, taking it, plunging toward two and into the impact church end zone. No, they say he was down at about the half-yard line and then bounced into the impact church end zone. So JF will have to take another snap. They'll have four cracks, starting with first down and goal from inside the one. Yeah, they are they are placing that ball almost the nose of the ball looks like it's about three inches from the goal line. I mean, it is about as short as you can get almost in the four downs to get it 
a couple inches. Marks from the shotgun, this time a pitch left side, stopping a great change of direction for Alex Marsteller. It'll shoot into the L Cavaliers into the Impact Church end zone for the touchdown. Yeah, again, Liberty Minutemen right now really just struggling right here defensively, making mistakes to give Liberty uh, JF more opportunities. JF takes that opening kickoff, drives it down the field, puts another big score on the board. They're really opening up the lead right now in this ballgame. 34-6, JF starts right where they left off in the first half. As in the early second half, they march down the field and get a touchdown, and the extra point is up and through. 35-6, JF leads, 8.29 to go in the third quarter. We come back after this. This past week in the fast lane, we discussed the future of Hugh Freeze at Auburn or at Liberty, including insight from Chip Patterson of CBSSports.com and John Manson from the Liberty Flame site, a sea of red.com. Hear their takes, Fast Lane Edling, Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. Stay locked in at Fast Lane Edling, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and join us this week in the Fast Lane, Monday through Friday afternoon, 5 to 6, CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app, 93.3 FM. Ask your smart speaker, stream CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg. It's easy to forget we've got a lot to be thankful for. A gorgeous place to live, friendly people, and the freedom to be our best. Apple Auto Glass wants to remind you of how wonderful things still are and how fortunate we are. And of course, when you need to fix a crack in your windshield, side window, or mirror, you can trust Apple Auto Glass. When you call Apple Auto Glass, you'll speak with Harold or one of his associates, not some mystery man from an 800 number. So take time, give thanks, and when you need to fix your glass, call Apple Auto Glass, Allegheny Avenue in Lynchburg. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIUO. 35-6, it's all JF right now. The kickoff is fielded at about the 22, up to the 30-35 left side by the up back and actually past the 40 to the 41. It's a strong return there for Michael Toms, the up back for Liberty, and they could use something positive here as self-inflicted mistakes have hurt them. And frankly, Coach, curious to see how Liberty comes out here. Their best drive of the game so far, and this will be their first in the second half, but it was the opening drive. And you would think that could be the case for a struggling team. You can do things on script. You can script out those first handful of plays. But the further away Liberty has gotten from that, the more challenging things have become. But they get an assist as this time it's JF's turn to commit a personal foul penalty. And that ball will go from the 41 down to the 43-yard line, or from the 42 down to the 43. That would be for Liberty from their own 42 to the JF 43, so 43 yards away from the impact church end zone. Two receivers left, one right for Liberty, as Davidson, the freshman quarterback, will get ready to snap it. And Liberty could use points because if they can't get into the Impact Church end zone here and JF does next, that running clock might be into play. More on that if we get closer to it. Yeah, great field position right here for the Minutemen to get that on the good return and the penalty added on. This time it's a man in motion, Damian Williams. He will not get it. Instead, it's Kentrell Evans. And he follows the left side of the offensive line. They block well. He gets down to about the 41. Gain will call it a three. For Liberty, actually, we'll call it a gain of four. They say he's down inside the 40, closer to the 39. A gain of around four. I'll tell you, one of the, the switch-ups that Liberty has 
Raiders. They got a different quarterback in right now. Not number seven. Yeah, Liberty is rotating once again in at quarterback, and it looks like another H-back look. This time it looks like Raquan Blake is taking the snaps, and he is. Direct snap to him. He'll bounce off the right side of the line, and actually with second effort, after getting stopped with about a half-yard gain, picks up three. That's a nice run for Liberty. It gives them third down and manageable, and this is the key that we've asked out of the play minimum so often this evening. Can they avoid self-inflicted mistakes as Mason Davis and the original quarterback trots back in? Crumpecker split wide. Another receiver in the slot off the right side. Plus one to the wide left side for Liberty. Shotgun snap. Davison, he will throw. He's dropping back. Steps up into the pocket. Evades the rush from JF. Now takes off. 40-35. First down at the 30. Inside the 30 and steps out of bounds. Just shy of the 25. They'll give him the 25. Extending that right arm. And he moves the chains for a Liberty first down. 6.50 to go in the third quarter. And the Minutemen trying to gain something positive here as well. First drive of the game looked well. This second half has started similarly on a scripted drive, and Liberty taking advantage of it. They went on a great scramble right there by the freshman quarterback. After he got pressured, he rolled out to his left, and then once he saw he couldn't find anybody to throw to, he just took off running, and that's a great job getting the first down. This time, Davis in the handoff to Williams' left side. Turns the corner, and... Gets down to about the 22. And DJ Trent, who has been elevated from JV, came in on the stop. He's been a factor last week against Rustburg and seen even more snaps here tonight against the Minutemen. Yeah, good run right there to get positive yards on that first down as they're driving down now, getting close to red zone against the Cavaliers' defense right here. And again, defensively, they got their four-man front. They got their four linebackers, one safety, two corners playing defensively for the Cavaliers. One receiver left, two to the right. This time it's a give Evans. Follows the right side blockers. Not a ton of sledding there. Kentrell Evans goes from the 23 down to the 21. Gains a couple. But it's, again, a manageable third down. This is kind of where JF was last year. I know we referenced that back, but it was first year for JT Cruz last year. Now it's the first year for Coach Robertson at Liberty, and that is you take victories even in getting the third and manageable, which Liberty has done a couple times on this drive because it shows what can happen when you don't make mistakes. Yeah, and again, they started off with great field position, took advantage of the penalty, and now they have a couple first downs and they're driving into the red zone. Now it's a handoff stopping on the far side, 20, and stacked Michael up at about the 19. Tom's right not much for him to get right there. Gains about a yard. It'll be fourth down and four. And now the Minutemen appear content to keep their regular really offense on. Yeah, this would be a big play right here for the Cavalier defense to get a stop, but even bigger play for the Minutemen offense. They want to do something positive. This would be a positive them being able to convert this fourth down and four right here as they just entered into the red zone. Trailing 35-6, to six, Liberty is at Jefferson Forest. They like to eat away at that a little bit, 446 and counting down 
here in the third quarter. Shotgun snap. Davison drops back, floats it over to the right side, has a man open at the goal line. It's knocked away, incomplete. Great job coming over on the far side. Hawkins comes over and makes the stop for JF. And Damian Williams unable to pull that in and forcing the incompletion over on the far side. Give a huge shout-out there as well to the cornerback, Bryce Wood. Undersized, but both of them make a play, and it forces a turnover on downs. Well, i tell you what happened right there. They, they had a combination route over there on the right-hand side, and the receiver got free and broke towards the end zone, and the quarterback hung that ball just too long in the air, and the safety had enough time to be able to close it and get a hand in right before the catch. One receiver to the far side, another over to the near. JF getting ready for a shotgun snap. And they'll take it. Hand off inside the Marsteller, and he weaves off right guard up to about the 22. Thought he could get more, but not much there. It'll be second and eight coming up. Yeah, they had a little cutback. That's a little uh, stop cutback play where Marsteller's coming over the top in motion, takes the handoff, and cuts right back into the line of scrimmage right there. And it was a short gain, only two yards on that run. One receiver trotting out to the far wide side of the field. One more tucked over to the near side. It's Childers on the near side between the 20 and the sideline. This time a misdirection handoff. Past the 25, up past the 30. Luke Hawkins carries Minutemen defenders to the 31 for a first down presented by Nadine Blakely, realtor with Remax. Luke Hawkins right there on the counter, counter play right there that we've said has been very, very successful for the most part of the night. Now, that has been big yards, and he ran that ball just like a fullback right there. Once he turned it, uh, handoff and turned up into the line, he had two or three people grabbing on him, but he was carrying them as he made it into that first down run. One receiver to the wide left, one to the right for JF. Likely to stay on the ground here, and they will. This time it's a handoff. It tripped up. It looked like Hawkins it was, and he lunges back to the line of scrimmage. Had to work for that. He was tripped up actually – in the backfield, and once again, shooting there for Liberty and having a pretty good defensive game, Bryce Sneed. Bryce Sneed on the stop for Liberty. Yeah, that was, uh, again, another good job by them blitzing and slanting those linebackers, trying to get them through a gap right there, and he was able to shoot through the gap unblocked right there, not being picked up uh, from that Liberty Minutemen defense. 35-6 to six lead for JF. They want to get closer to growing that, and they do on a pitch Marsteller to Marsteller. The off the right side to the 35, and it'll set up a manageable third and five as the clock weaves under 245 to go in the third quarter. Yeah, third and solid five right here. That was a toss sweep, a push sweep right there, and that time Liberty did a little better job bottling him up for the shorter gain. He wasn't able to find a cutback lane like he's been doing a lot of times on that run. JF, they've been very patient with opportunities in the backfield, and it has paid off quite well for them, even with the methodical drives they've had. This time it's a handoff. Looks like it's Culling. He's got it. Not much there. Had to fight to get back to the original line of scrimmage. That's it. And so JF likely to have to send on the punting unit or drop Alex Marsteller back to punt this ball away on what's going to be fourth down and five. 35-6, JF is in control against Liberty. No need to give them any more momentum as the clock is under 
two minutes to go in the third quarter. And yes, a reminder, life doesn't give you a two-minute warning, which is why the right insurance is crucial. Stop by Centertown Bedford and visit State Farm agent Paul Minchner. Well, I'll tell you what, fourth and five right here, they're going to make him jump. There's no way they're going to run a play right here. JF going with the hard count. Liberty bluffing like they're going to jump, and now a flag comes in. And a false start on Jefferson Forest. They were going to punt this ball away anyway. And field position is probably even less relevant than just not making a mistake and forcing the Minutemen to have to complete a long drive. They've only done that twice. Once the opening drive resulted in a trip to the impact church end zone. The other, the most recent drive, first one for Liberty to start the second half, came up 20 yards shy of that goal. Yeah, again, their um, play right there was just try to draw the defense off sides, but the the motion by Marsteller and his coming reset ended up being a penalty on them, losing five yards for the punt. So Marsteller, a rugby-style kicker, or at least that's what he often has. He's got a short right side of the field with which to work, but it's enough for him to boot this ball, and it rolls out of bounds right around midfield and almost into the back of Dr. Lichtenstein, the trainer Lichtenstein down on the sideline for Jefferson Forrest. and actually does cross midfield in the process, the but barely. 47-yard line. Well, another good opportunity for Liberty offense right here. They got another pretty good field position. And, again, they're offensively, they just really, really struggled not having an identity going from the power eye or, you know, yeah, the power eye that they had set up and the stacked eye, I mean, and then going into the spread and then rotating quarterbacks a little bit. And now they're back uh, to number seven, their freshman quarterback right here, who actually has thrown the ball not bad. For a freshman. Yeah, it's Mason Davison, 6'1", about a buck 75. Looks like he's got some traits with which to work, and he'll show them off here on a quick swing pass to the far side. But a wonderful job spreading into the backfield and ending that before it could ever materialize. It looked like it was Slade Kazee, the outside linebacker. Red Damian Williams movement perfectly, and it's a loss of about four. Yeah, a little uh, motion over the top. Fullback or the uh, quarterback just taking the snap and opening it up and throwing it to the to the motion guy in the backfield right there and, and the linebacker read that perfect came up made the open field tackle for the four large four yard loss right there for the Minutemen. Yeah, Minutemen backwards there at second and fourteen, needing to get to the JF 43. 23 seconds to go in the third quarter. They will have to snap it at least once more. Liberty will, and they do on the end of round. Right side, past the 50, breaking a tackle at the Raquan 45 Blake. is Raekwon Blake. He's going to be about a yard run. shy of the first the down, and that will likely be the final the play of the third quarter. Wait for the referees to signal. It is actually and officially signaled as about third and a yard when the fourth quarter comes up next. JF, a 35-6 lead over Liberty on senior night with the fourth quarter coming up next after this on the Virginia Talk Station app and Virginia Talk Radio Network. 